Hey, everybody, and welcome to a hard-hitting wild ride with Steve-O. We've got the ultimate legend of MMA, Chuck Liddell, the Iceman. And I'm totally bros with Chuck for years. In fact, we were together when I found Wendy in the streets of Peru. And boy, is he going to serve it up for you on this episode. Not just sex, drugs, and rock and roll, but how about on a 150-foot yacht? Yeah, dudes, strap on your seatbelts and enjoy the ride. And speaking of rides, I'm on tour, and on my tour bus, man, gotta say I've had a lot of problems, not the least of which was with the crappy mattress that came with that damn bus. But my friends at Helix, dudes, they hooked me up. I reached out. I said, hey, dudes, can you give me a good quality mattress for my crappy tour bus? And they did, man. And they can hook you up, too, because you get such a rad deal from them. If you go to helixsleep.com slash stevo, you take an easy two-minute quiz, which sets you up with the custom mattress, which is perfect for you and will give you the best night's sleep. You get up to $200 off any mattress you choose to buy, and it comes with a 100-day risk-free guarantee where if you don't like it, they'll even come and pick it up for you. But, hey, man, you're going to love it. And not only do you get up to $200 off of any mattress you want, plus they give you two free pillows with it, and their pillows are the best. So, one more time, go to helixsleep.com slash stevo. And now, let's get into it with the Iceman. Ladies and gentlemen, Chuck Liddell. Yeah, dude. What's up, brother? And of course, you know Scott Randolph and the gorgeous Paul Brisky. Good to see you. Good to see you, Chuck. Good to see you, man. Yeah. There's not too many people you can have on your podcast that you can really say are legends, but I'm calling you a legend. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Do you feel like a legend? <laughs> I, you know, I never, I never get, I, I don't know, I never, it's kind of something someone else titles you, you know, it's kind of, yeah, it is right. kind of cool when my son looks up and he goes, Dad, why, why do people call him legend? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll explain that to you someday, son. Yeah, you're like, let me just pull you up a YouTube video and tell you yeah. why. Yeah, what did uh, your buddy say, uh, Galuli? He said, uh, if you're good, people will tell you. If you're great, no, 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 other no, people no, no. will. If, if, like, uh, if you're good, odds are you're telling everybody. If you're great, everyone else is saying it for you. Yeah. That's so cool. That's yeah. good. Have your kids seen like your fight videos and shit? Like your uh, old? They've seen some here yeah. and there. Yeah. Now they have. Uh, some, yeah. Uh, they've seen some stuff. Are Does they it, like? That's you? Uh, no, they just got, they, they 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 think it's cool. Yeah. I bet. Oh, uh, uh, they uh, you know they got a little things like you know action action figures for my kids. I mean that was one of the cool things. First got first action figure I got. I got to go kids playing with, you know. Um, so he's over there playing with a Chuck Liddell doll, um, wow. beating up Spider-Man or beating up like, uh, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's kind of cool. You know, that, that doll always wins when, yeah. when he's playing. Yeah, dude. So, uh, man, and you were with me and Paul Brisky when, uh, when we found Wendy in the streets of Peru. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. You and I were down there, uh, doing... Mountain climbing with the stars. That's right. Yeah. Ultimate expedition. Yeah. Yep. You know, I, I, I never, I, I don't think I even ever told you. You know, you know, I, when I, um, I mi misunderstood when, when I signed up for that, I misunderstood <laughs> when it was. Oh. So, um, I, I got cleared for my neck surgery. I got cleared to, to, to 
do anything besides walk um, like uh, a week after I got back. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, uh, I thought it was, I somehow, for some reason, I thought it started in October. And, oh my God. and then I said, uh, like the end of July or whatever, or beginning of August, I'm like, oh man. I had like two weeks to, to, I just got cleared before, two weeks before I left to hike. Like, to, they didn't, before that, they didn't want me to hike because they didn't want me to fall and hurt my neck or yeah. do hurt something. But like, I got cleared two weeks before I go, go I went there to go hiking. So I, I, I hiked a few times before I got to get ready for the show. <laughs> Like, I hadn't done anything for how, months. How far were you guys hiking during the show? Were you guys? I like, mean, dude, just to get to base way. camp was like a thirteen-hour hike. What? Just yeah. To get to the base camp was yeah. So like to start the show, it's like, hey, we're gonna film the show, so we got to go to our base camp. That's a thirteen-hour hike for everybody. And, and, There's and, no way and, to and, not walk. It, it ends at four. Yeah, without ends at fourteen thousand feet. That's fourteen thousand feet. Yeah, your base camp was at fourteen thousand feet. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it, so. Was that yeah. when you were huffing the blow up thing, and then you were like, "Got all you're dizzy." Uh huh. That's fourteen thousand feet. Yeah, I mean, we were at, at altitude. It, it was gnarly. Yeah, with like the was the. I remember you having a tough time. Like you got sick, and well, like I, the, I, I never got sick. I but I I I, I did pass out after going up the that that second to last hike. I I like came back. I went to go. I went to take my backpack off, and just fell fell flat, just fell on my. Oh my god! I woke up looking up the sky, going, "Oh, maybe it was a good idea to go back down." Why? <laughs> because he, going down. Well, no, the guy. Um. Uh. Why well, he's just like you're not gonna make it. You know, like I was coming up, and we kept going. I was like, "Ah, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm fine." You know, you're going too slow. We're not gonna make it. Like you're not gonna make it up there. And the the big problem is once we get up there, I don't know if we will get you down. <laughs> We're gonna have to get you down. So. Wait, he said you're not gonna make it. Why? Because he was well, checking I, I your was blood pa- oxygen I was, well, or something. Well, I, I was just not. I was just struggling. That bad. Right, right, right. You're like you're just like I just couldn't. I just kept, but I kept. I go, no, I'm fine. I go, I go, keep going. I go, but he's like, we gotta pick it up. We gotta keep going a little faster. I remember thinking, I, dude, Chuck's not okay. Yeah, and then I went back, but I, but you know, I went back down. And I sat down, and I, I woke up. I, I, I thought I was walking through a field, and I look up, and I'm like, oh, oh wait, okay, I know where I'm at. Oh, wow. <laughs> I guess I'm down here. I just passed out. They knew you passed out, or you passed out just on your own? Like they, I, see I, you? they actually, they, they they saw me come back, come back down. They actually took cameras off me and then leave right. me alone because I'm like, I'm sitting there like, you know. And then I took my I took my bag off. As soon as I took my bag bag off, I set it down and I went. Wow, oh. and that was for the 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 final no, summit. The, se- the, se- the second the second last. The second to last one, the Shinka, right? The Shinka was the more mellow one, and then what was the one that looked like titties? Titty. Oh. That's what I was about to say. We just called it. The Wait for Chitty the people Mountain. that for the people that don't know what you're talking about. What show are you? So guys the show is Ultimate about? Expedition for YouTube Red. It was a bunch of celebrities and YouTubers, and the goal is just it's like a mountain climbing show with the stars. It's just like Steve explained. Yeah, but they train the basic, us how to do stuff. And yeah, then, and have us hike up. up and the basic goal it. is just to get and someone it's, to the summit. And it's and it's and it's a tough thing anyway because because the altitude is is hard on. On, yeah. on different people are affected in different ways by altitude I don't think it did much to me like uh, and, and some it's just crazy dude it's kind of like maybe like COVID affects some people a lot and other you, people you guys were in Peru were you doing were people eating coca leaves to for the altitude oh, yeah. that, was, that was a thing they had a giant like bag of it like yeah. Fierce Pete and like bought like a giant like, pillow case bag of it oh yeah 
I was chewing it the whole time. Yeah, I, that 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 uh, didn't sound like a good idea for me to do. Yeah, me neither. I don't think I would. <laughs> yeah, I remember we first got there. You were like checking into the hotel, and you're like, "Hmm, like they just offered me cocaine tea." Like, uh, I don't think I could do that. And what is it? What do you? What did you feel like after you were chewing on it? Just a little like buzzy. I mean, I've never done coke, but it was like you really never done coke. Never done coke. What a sweet kid. Chuck Liddell's done coke. <laughs> but you were never like, uh, that was never like what you were all about, right? That was No, no it, it happened here in Irishhouse, but no, no. It was the early 2000s, right? Yeah. yeah. You, ever, uh, you ever do coke off of a woman's butt? <laughs> Is that a serious question? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Wendy's out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy's like, I'm just going to ruin those cameras over there. Yeah. Um, so, dude, um, you were also, you probably don't hear about this much, but you were a part of Big Brother magazine. Oh yeah, and uh, they, they, uh, that they, was a fun, that, was, that was fun. That was funny. That was a that was a funny skit, right? And the skit was the like you beat up the their intern, their intern, their yeah. intern Steve, and their intern Steve is Scott's brother. Oh no way! Yeah, that's my brother. Oh, you, you, so that that whole thing was so funny. Like at the end, you know, at first like they didn't want gloves. They didn't want. Do, we're gonna put some gloves on if we're gonna spar. I'm, I'm not gonna accidentally hit this guy and split him open. Um, we're going, and I'm, I'm moving around with the kid, and I'm, I hit him with a jab, and I mean, he almost falls down. Like, I'm like, okay, I don't want to, you know, I gotta be careful, not hit him too hard. And I'm messing around, and they're like, you know, it'd be really cool this last round if you just knocked him out. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I can't do that. <laughs> I mean, it's because it's, you're in a bad position, right? Like, so I'm a, I'm a professional fighter known for power, and you're asking me to knock this kid out. So, no. I've got to hit him. And if I hit him to try to knock him out, I got to hit him as hard as I can. Because you don't know how good a punch a guy can take. A guy, some guys you can hit him in the head with a, you, you tap and they fall over. The other guy you hit him in the head with a brick and they're still coming. So if I'm going to knock this guy, if I say I'm going to knock this guy out, I got to go there and hit him hard. I'm going to go, so I'm like, this guy's an intern. He's, he was talking about me before this. Like, I, he's, he was he's, a heroin he, addict. <laughs> yeah. he, was, he was worried about he was worried about it, like me hurting him the whole time because we were talking earlier. So I'm like, like you're gonna be fine. We we'll get through this. And uh, I'm like, dude, no, no, sorry. I mean, be one thing if one of these guys asked me to, like, you know, that you, you're making money, you're doing stuff. That's not, but there's no, there's no way I'm gonna knock out some kid. Well, you were knocking him down by leg kicks. Yeah, they asked me to knock him down by leg kicks. I, I, I can, I can do that because that, that, those heal. They don't. Honestly, I, I, I think. They don't feel very good. I remember when, there, but they, I, they get, I, yeah, I can do that. I can knock him out of leg kicks. He'll, he'll fall. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll kick him out of leg. He'll fall. I remember that morning when he was going to go do it. He was in the kitchen eating Vicodin because he wanted to like get numb before he went in. And then, uh, no, nah, there's. I can think of why he was eating Vicodin because he was a heroin yeah. addict. <laughs> and he had a problem like, with he did Vicodin that the day before too. But. <laughs> no, but then, but that then was when he breakfast when, when he when he got home, I remember he was telling me about the the whole experience and how he was like uh, he was like yeah he kicked the shit out of me and I was like were you going as hard as you, you know was I asked him if he was going as hard as he can on you he's like I was going 110% as I could and I said was he going 100% on you he's like he was going like 10% and he was fucking. <laughs> 
killing oh, I, me. Yeah, was, I was palming like this. I mean, like what's <laughs> like Steve? Your brother Stephen Randolph is not a fighter. Like what's a hundred and ten percent? No, like, but he like like but that's the thing. And that, that's the difference with people like in high school or, or college that like they they get in bar fights and they think they can fight, but like going up against a professional, oh, it's it, like night and day it, different. It, it's a total. I mean, different thing. Like I mean, I you know, guys like I see guys like oh, I got jumped by four dudes. I'm looking at him like. Where'd they hit you? Like, you, got, you don't have any marks. Like, how did you get jumped? Like, like yeah. how are you in a fight with four dudes and you got no marks? The four of my buddies beat you up. You'd be in, I mean, you look like a, a pinata. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just remember that back in the day, like, when, when UFC started taking off, it's like some of the guys were like, I mean, dude, you know, so and so would do pretty well against one of these guys. And it's like, there's not a chance in hell any of these guys on the street can come close to, like, kicking the shit out of a, pre a professional fighter. Oh, oh, yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, the, back in the day, especially, like, you can hear people talking about, yeah, I get here to, like, here to, because I know the guy that was fighting, oh, that guy's a pussy, he can do this, I'm like, really? You want to fight him? I'll, I'll fly him out here. I really, no, really, I'll fly him out here, you beat him, I'll give you a thousand bucks. You know, I never, no one took me up on it. <laughs> yeah, I bet. But, um, <laughs> like, I'm like, do that, because my buddy just lost, but he, and he's, and you're saying, that, like, the, the, you couldn't even, Hold this jock strap, like you know, yeah, like he's not gonna. Funny. It's like I'll, I'll be happy. I'll happy to fly him out here and I'll beat your ass for saying that. Would but, uh, would people try and fight you like when you were like out drinking or something? Would some the macho I, guy I, trying to? I really never had that problem. I mean, I, I think I think for me one of the big things, uh, you know, a lot of times guys would want to fight like like celebrities or people that are in sports, even boxers or whatever. They're like, oh, he's he's a boxer, not a street fighter. He's a wrestler, not a street fighter. Just, like I, I was known as like a street brawler with heavy hands. Right. So I wasn't really the guy you, you want to do that with. And the other thing, well, and I get, a lot of people always think I'm a lot bigger than they thought I was going to be. So I'm bigger than they thought. And then the other one is, um, the, the thing is that mo most assholes that would do that were fans of mine. So yeah, right. They, they, I, was, I was one of their favorite fighters. So sure. as long as I, and I'm, I'm so laid back. Like if you, if that come up, I'm always nice to the people. Right. So I give, I wouldn't give them a reason to start a fight with me. Yeah. I mean, you really got, you, I mean, I, I just tell people, I tell people all the time, if, if you, if you talk your way into a fight with me, um, you're good. Cause I mean, your, your, your mom, <laughs> your mom, your mom's going to ask me why I waited so long to beat your ass. That's, yeah. that's, that's how much big an asshole you are. Yeah. Certified. Yeah. That's epic. And, and before you were a fighter, you were a bouncer. Yeah. I, I bounced at a bartender most of the time, but I was, a I, I broke up most of the fights too in the bar, but I, I was, I was, a, so I was a little easier from behind the bar actually. Cause you could see people. You could see it happening, Bill. You get it before it starts. So you mm. jump you over the before, bar. Well, or I throw ice at him. You know, I just <laughs> throw ice at him. Hey, is that how you got the name, Dice Man? That would be funny. But I would throw ice. I'm like, hey, 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 you go that way. You go that way. <laughs> Leave each other alone. That's funny though. I picture you bartending. Security's like, uh, Chuck, can you help us, please? <laughs> My buddy Chris Pontius told me to ask you about, uh, like. Fighting with like a bunch of Navy SEALs. Safe to say it takes some serious balls to fight a bunch of Navy SEALs. And how are you going to do that if you got no fucking balls? Well, good news is this month, the month of April, is Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. And my good friends from Manscaped are getting behind the cause by supporting their longtime partner, the Testicular Cancer Society, by releasing this special edition 
Lawnmower 4.0. There are only 10,000 of these purple TCS special edition lawnmowers in existence. And if you buy them one, then you're getting behind this great cause and contributing to the $50,000 Manscaped is donating to it. Yeah. So... Even better than that is the deal you get if you use the promo code Stevo at manscaped.com. Then you're going to get 20% off your order plus free shipping for getting behind this epic cause and not to mention having good-looking, nice, groomed balls, which you need to be checking on to make sure that they don't have cancer. Okay, thank you, Manscaped, for being such good, wonderful people. And thank you for going to manscaped.com and using the promo code Stevo. Now, let's talk about fighting Navy SEALs. Yeah, that, that, that happened a long time. Right? People ask that all the time. Um, I mean, it was I, for me, I wasn't involved in most of it. Uh, the first time they came in, most of all of us were, all the guys like that, that trained with me that, that normally working at that bar were in Hawaii with us. Like, cause we all went to Hawaii for the, our, 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 our whole fight team went. And Gam McGee was still there, who's 6'10", uh, almost 300 pounds. And he fought for a UFC world title at one point, but he, he was in it, involved in it. He got, he got cut, I got cut over his eye. He got cut somewhere on his face, I think. And then a couple of his buddies really pissed off and everyone was mad about it. And then, they showed up again two weeks later, and and so the guys kind of got 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 back at them. Um, I, when I showed up, they had one, one of my buddies had a guy pinned. The only thing I did was I, I ran over. Hey, and this guy was hit my buddy when he had the guy. The guy started hitting my buddy. They had him pinned. I ran over to snap head snap the guy. Bounced his face off the ground. Uh, so what he just head snap. <laughs> what is that? Just grab his head. Grab his head. And just <laughs> just move move back and pull his head down. And slapped his head off. The, he just his head went off, oh, the, off the ground. He went out. He went out. It was cut open his head. I think that seems um, a little bit out of character for you. I think that you, you strike me as more of a uh, put him in a like like choke him out and then lay him down nice and soft. Like that was well, the next guy. Typically, that that would I don't. But I don't once once it goes to throwing punches, I, I don't do that. I, I one had that do that one time in college and got kicked in the face while I was doing it. Like never again. So I mm. once once a bunch of people are throwing punches, I I I'm, I try to keep my hands free. So I so I snap them. That's quick. I okay, get them gotcha. off. Them. When it gets them off, it keeps them quick. It gets it over and it's and it's quick. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hawaii or San Luis Obispo? San Luis Obispo. <coughs> you went to slow up California. Slow, yeah. I say I lived up there for twenty years. Yeah. My whole, most my whole fight career. Yeah. So, but yeah, but it, I mean, people ask me about that. I had a guy, an ex CR, maybe, maybe he's still a CR, but asked me if I was mad at him. And I'm like, no. Like, <laughs> it was a bar fight. It happened. It happens. Shit happens. I mean, it's so whatever. Like, right, I, right. for what? Like, I'm like, it was just, you know. I think Pontius asked about that or told me to ask about that because Pontius is from San Luis Obispo. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. I think uh, <laughs> it's like a local yeah. legend. Yeah, I, I imagine yeah. so. Yeah. We uh, did a show in San Luis Obispo not long ago, and, and uh, of course you're part of my show with the cauliflower ear bit. And uh, you know when I when I brought up your name, I said the pride of San Luis Obispo, Chuck Liddell, and and you got a lot. Of, you always get a lot of love. Every every time I do a show, I say your name, man. It's always a huge cheer. Yeah, and then the second part of the bit when you're bleeding and he like caught the blood. Everybody's yeah. like, dude, how sweet! He tried to catch your blood. You know? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah you're like, oh, we got blood. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're bleeding. Oh, we're bleeding. <laughs> well, that was a big problem. Is it's it's getting it's getting that injury on your ear without the blood, right? Because right? you have it's it, it, once it once it pops, it doesn't. There's yeah. no, it doesn't stay there. You need it to blow up. And you I said it up. My buddy was draining his kids here, like his eight year old, draining his cauliflower kid, fire air out, getting the blood out of his ear. How does an eight year old get cauliflower ear? It happens all the time. Re- wrestling, wrestling, right? Wrestling matches, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know eight-year-olds wrestled. When, when did so you get pretty, pretty good. When did you get cauliflower ear? Mine, mine slowly grew. I never, it never blew up. Like mine just slowly grew over time. I mean, it's, I, I got a little bit inside my ear, blown up, and it was so small. I never did anything about it, and it was like in my junior and in, in high school, and then. It just grew through college and then then wrestling. I doing after fight fighting afterwards. I was doing jujitsu and stuff. And so when, when you so. get it, are you like fuck yeah? Um, I I I did not want to have it like like some of my friends mm-hmm. not like this. Not really, but yeah, it's a badge honor for a lot of guys. For sure. Ah, uh, dude, I was I, I'm still upset that I wasn't able to get it. So you were you were already a professional fighter. You're still working at the bar. Um, yeah, yeah, at the beginning out. Yeah. Uh, right away, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, you gotta look back before um, Daniel Lorenzo came in. I mean, a home run in that sport was fifty grand a fight. You know, like it was like, yeah. you know, that's main event. That's a, man, this is your main event, or you know, or your, maybe maybe a little more than that for some of the, a few of the guys, but for for the majority of people, that that was a home run. So, so when did you get in the UFC? UFC seventeen in nineteen ninety eight. Okay, and mm-hmm. then Dana and the Fertitos came in in two thousand. Two thousand, two thousand one. Yeah. Yeah. So what would like Tank Abbott get for a fight when I, in the original one? That I don't know. I remember actually I've never asked. Now that you say that I probably should. Remember, and and you can't even point to those early days. And, and I know my say, my first one I got I was in an alternate for a tournament and I got a thousand dollars to show up. And if I if I I won my my alternate match and someone got hurt and I got into the finals I would get ten thousand for second place. And it was a four-man tournament, so I, if I got in, I would have been in, in the finals. So you fight more than once in a night. If I fought twice, if I fought twice, I would have had a chance to win twenty grand total. So that was. And in those early days before Dana and the Fertitas, like they, they're paying you a thousand bucks and they're losing money, right? Like it was just a. Yeah, they, I, mean, I think they, I think they, they were, they kept their expenses down. They were probably, but there was no one. I mean, you go to some of those. I think that first fight. I mean, there's probably two thousand people there, you know, in, in Louisiana. They fly, they fly you in the day of wins. I had to think of me one time, like, oh, he's having a hard time making weight. And I'm like, what do you mean? I just got off the airplane. <laughs> I started. I, I actually one one time I, I started cutting weight on my connect. On my connect. Oh, they always had you on a connection too. We go on middle of nowhere, but but we. I, I started on my connections. Like I put the because I, I was landing after wins had started, so. I started, I put my plastics on and the sweats on top of them and started running around and things. So think about, I'm in a, I'm in a seat next to you and we're flying coach, obviously, <laughs> back then. And, and you're like sitting there, I'm sitting in a seat next to you, like dripping sweat. Like I got, if you ever seen a guy in a plastic suit, I might, my ice and I sweat bad. So I'm sitting next to you sweating and you're like, how do I buy this seat? Like, how do I get stuck yeah. with this guy next to me? Like, I, I mean, like, I'm dripping over. They don't. They have no one has no idea who I am. I've been. A, I've, I've never right. fought. Right. Yeah. Never, I've never been on TV before. Like, why is this weirdo <laughs> dressed in a, wow. in a and then back in a, then in a bag and a, in a garbage bag and a freaking uh, <laughs> sweats? Like, and back was, then they were like, well, "What are you doing this for?" You're like, "Oh, I'm going to go fight in the cage or somebody." They're like, "What the fuck?" This yeah. Is oh, yeah, no, that was, yeah. Back then, I like, I just spent a lot of time promoting people and ex- promoting this 
the sport and trying to figure, trying to explain to people what the sport was. But man, do you do you have to train for that? Like, <laughs> you just get off the bar stool and just go. Like, that, that, that was a normal question. Yeah, yeah. And that was like, and it wasn't like they, were, they weren't trying to be dicks. They were just like, man, do you, do you have to train for that? You just just get up and get off the bar and get off the bar and just get mad at somebody. Go go, go fight. Like um, I guess you could do that, but uh, yeah, we do train a little bit out here and there. Yeah. <laughs> could you ever at that time like foresee how big the UFC has gotten now? You know, I always thought it would be get this big. I just thought it would take a lot longer to get there. Mm. And I think that that, that what what happened was like really what the big thing was our Trojan horse. Day was Trojan horse to get a live fight on TV was was a reality show. Yeah, and that reality show crazy is what really yeah. drove it because what we got no because it was really hard to break into uh, people like like younger people were understanding that were understand the sport but like breaking into like these, some of these companies and getting in some some right. of these executives the guys at the top were like that's that's uh, that's not good stuff. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. No one wants to see that. But when we got, like, it's like when we, those we fighters started going and they started doing the show, the ratings that they got were like, wait a minute, people are watching this. Like, what? Yeah. And then, right. and then that fight, I mean, you could ask for a better, like, uh, was it Forrest Griffin? Was the first Forrest fight? Griffin and Bonner was that, that first, you know, final main event or first, uh, yeah. like, like, final. I write for uh, for that yeah, show, finale, and it was yeah. like first live fight on TV. You know, it's like we couldn't ask for a better fight. I mean, it's like a Gotti right. Ward type. You know, like guys going at it and just get, they, they were and they you know they're doing mixed martial arts stuff. It wasn't just like a striking or, or right. too much wrestling. It was a mix of everything. So it, yeah. was, it was such a great fight for it. You know, that'd be that brilliant. Yeah. When people ask me, did you think Jackass would blow up and become as big as it was? Like I always say, I I understood that it would be popular. I just didn't think it would be allowed on TV to become popular. You know, that right. was like the. I just figured, like, how are you going to show the fucked up shit that we do? Like, it's not, like what we do isn't allowed on TV. Right. And uh, the kind of the same thing with the UFC is that the the problem wasn't whether it would be popular enough to become as big as it is. It's just would they fucking show it, you know? And and that's been a little bit of an uphill battle. And, and it was like, what what do you think broke down the barriers? I just, I mean, it was just, you know, it's like anything the else. Ratings. The ratings. Yeah, yeah, ratings people wanted it. Hey, hey yeah. if you get you get enough, if they, once they were able to get and show how many people really wanted to watch this, like, oh, okay. Well, now Dana's talking about getting it on CBS. Well, not ABC, ABC, and he's already had one on ABC. So it's they've already had one. They've got another one coming up, and that was the one he was trying to get Hamzat and Colby on. Mm-hmm. I feel like you also got to give Joe Rogan a lot of credit because, like, for yeah. someone like me who's like not really following the UFC, but I hear him talk about it and the art of it and like the intricacies of it, it kind of sure. makes me look at it more as like not just some violent, crazy thing, but well, yeah, more and as he, like a he's a, sport. I mean, he's a, he's a makes martial artist in his own right. Like, right. He's a, yeah. a good jiu-jitsu guy. Uh, did kickboxing. He was a kickboxing guy. I mean, didn't he start out in taekwondo? I think, and then taekwondo went out a little bit, and then he. I think he was an instructor for Taekwondo. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I would like to see uh, him in the, the UFC Hall of Fame. I mean, there's got to be a spot for Joe Rogan in there. It's, I mean, absolutely. And uh, it's a really good point that Joe Rogan did so much for the sport. Um, you know, it's, uh, what's also interesting, too, for all of like the stigma of it, and people think it's just so violent and you can't do that. And But there's a lot more deaths in boxing than there are in uh, MMA. Yeah, I mean, well, a lot of that comes with head trauma. I mean, there's only like, 
there's only so many things. In boxing, there's they're two different sports. I get, I get irritated when people start comparing this and that, the striking, and it's different striking. You yep. can't stand in a boxing stance and strike and, and fight MMA. It's not possible. Like right. it, like you stand in a boxing stance, you're not going to last long. Um, it's too easy to take you down, and it's too easy to kick you in the leg. Like it, you can't even last in a kickboxing match. Like I tell people, you take a guy in a boxing stance, and he's got one round to knock me out in a boxing, in a kickboxing. Because I'm like, if I can kick his leg, by the end of the by the end of the first round, he's not going to be putting up weight on that front foot to knock mm-hmm. me out. Yeah, he's, he's like gonna, and so. Um, yeah, it, but it's different. But like for boxing, a lot of it is that there's so much, um, there's a lot, lot more head, head trauma. I mean, right. if you think about it, there's so many other ways to do things. If you, there's the wrestling and the, there's the, there's right, right. there's right. ways to get away from it, and also the, you're not getting you don't get so the eight, there's no eight count. You get you're not getting eight counts. You know, it's not you're not getting uh, eight counts again. So again, you guys getting dropped multiple times in a round. Right, mm-hmm. right. No, you you get dropped, you get flash knocked down. The guy jumps on you, right? It's over. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's uh, true. You know, you know, you're not getting knocked down. Eight, uh, right. You know, you know, three or four times in a fight. Yeah, what was the, the the Usman fight and the Colby Covington fight? Like the amount of punches those took. Like a boxer would take those every time they fight that amount. Uh, that happens, you know, and that and that happens with training too. Like that, they right. they're taking more shots yeah. in training, right. um, because like when it comes down to it, like you've got so many things to train and only so much time. Yeah. You know, so in a week, you know, you're only, there's only so much time in a week. There's only so much time you can. Realize so you have to, you know, budget your time to what they're working on. They're working on wrestling. They're working on jujitsu. They're working on their striking. They're mixing it together. That whatever their what, all their strength and conditioning, all that stuff. You're trying to do all these things, so. You you can't spar as much. You can't get hit in the head as much because you're not just not. It's just there there isn't time. Yeah, yeah. So you were like the first real like breakout star of the UFC, right? Like let's say gladiator. I remember like I I wasn't you know in like the early two thousands. I wasn't at all a. like UFC fan, you know, I had yeah. tried to watch it in the '90s and just found it too boring because they had like uh, a, a they, choke out or something with. Um, it was just it was just like grappling, and the rounds weren't. There was just one long went, round. one long round, so the grappling exchanges just made it boring for me because that round never ended, and uh, so I, I wasn't really paying attention. But I remember hearing your name a lot. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean. For me, a lot of it was right, right place at the right time. And but it's like I said, when you're given, you know, everyone's all oh, you got lucky, you got this opportunity, you got that opportunity, but you still have to perform. Yeah. Like if you get as lucky as you want, if you to get something, if you don't do a good job there, you're not going to get it. They say it about actors all the time. Oh, he had his lucky break at this. Yeah. Well, yeah, but if he wasn't, you know, how do you, how much time did it take to get there? Doing what was he doing? And right. Then how did he do when he got that break? Because like, yeah. if he right. if he gotten that part and, and sucked. He would yeah. never, we would never heard of him. Right, yeah. and in your line of work, you get your ass kicked. You yeah, know, if yeah. it does not make if you it. Out, yeah, if you go out, if if I, I got this big break, I go out there and I get knocked out. It's over. Yeah, yeah. Like, goodbye. Yeah, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. There it is. Thanks. Dude. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. <laughs> Do you have a favorite fight? Yeah, something that you think back to. I, like know, I'm so I, glad I, that's I, in the books. 
Favorite fight, huh? Well, I certainly have a least favorite fight, the one I am currently losing to donuts and all of the other garbage that I'm piling in my face all day. Man, my diet has turned into absolute crap, and the only thing saving me is athletic greens. What's that? Well, it's a delicious, convenient, comprehensive nutrition supplement which I use every day man it fills in the gaps the humongous gaps in my diet and it's got 75 different vitamins minerals whole food sourced superfoods probiotics and adaptogens it's great for your gut health it helps with your brain it really improves your cognitive abilities I'm telling you this stuff is magic i use it all the time and if you go to athleticgreens.com slash steve o then they're going to give you an entire year's worth of vitamin d which boosts your immunity and overall health plus five free travel packets with your daily nutrition and you get all that if it's your first order so get over to athleticgreens.com slash stevo and fill in the gaps in your diet now let's talk about favorite fights if you have to um yeah put a gun to my head and pick one i mean i'd, I'd probably be beating randy the first time yeah. i beat him um this was after ultimate fighter it was like you know so so it was a week after we just won the show. I just won the show. It was pretty. Everything's all hyped up. It was probably it was the first first fight I actually got my pay per view bonus too. So because we actually hit, hit big enough numbers and we made mm-hmm. them by a lot. Mm-hmm. So it was um and I, and I, I, I and I avenged the loss. You know, I was avenging a loss that I that I I, I I got back and I got a win by knockout. I mean, it was a knockout. And close second of that was being ready the second time because I I proved I, I felt like I proved it wasn't a fluke. Mm-hmm, like, oh, yeah. that's a fluke. Keep you beating that. Yeah. Because he lost the first time, the first, so the right. second time and I knocked him out in the first round, and that was, just proved it wasn't a fluke. We went and did it again. Do you do you have a ritual, a pre-fight ritual that you always do every fight, or is it varied? Do you want not people talking to you? Do you eat a certain thing? Do you not jerk off for five days beforehand? Like, <laughs> I'm very fascinated by like the the ritual. That, that, that one, that one, no, that that was never my, that was never my issue. Um, I, yeah, I was, I was limited. I was supposed to be limited to what I did before, before, but no, didn't, didn't, didn't listen to that very well. Um, no, but uh, no, I, I had always had, I, I always had my, always, I was really good with my diet and, and meal preps. I had meal preps, like you know, I had to get, I got my weight down. I got my weight down before the fight. Like, I, I, like by the time, by the end of my career, I was like. Always knew when I was going to be two thirteen when I woke up. To about two thirteen, thirteen and a half when I woke up to cut weight. It take me, you know, I, easy cut, and then I just kind of cruise to make the, the two hundred five. Um, and you know, and I, I just kind of relax, man. I, my thing is like for me, my my fight week. I, I always enjoyed fight week because my training base, the last day of sparring on Saturday, the week before the fight, was my last. That's my last day of training, and I was done. Like after that, I'm relaxed. I'm good. I just we got the game plans. We're ready with everything, and I just go enjoy the time. Like I hang out with my friends. We do war- we warm up a little bit. We didn't do much all week training wise, and which is nice. And then you know you got to do your interviews and do all that stuff. Go around and do that stuff. But and goof around. I mean, I goof around with my friends. I you know I, I you know I guess walking out, walking from the hotel over to the arena. I always did. I was always singing. I'd always sing. 
mm-hmm. whatever I had on on my thing, which people kind of laugh because I go back and forth from like country to like DMX to Slayer to like, like <laughs> what is wrong with this kid? Like, yeah, what's he like? Um, but uh, and then yeah, and I just go out and fight, man. I, I enjoyed it. Like it, it was one of those things. Like I, I felt like that was my reward for all the work I put in. Yeah, it was a walk out there. So and go crazy fight. to think of enjoying fighting. So stoked. Like Justin Gaethje is like, I never sleep better than fight week, and I'm like. I wouldn't sleep at all, you know, just that oh, yeah. anticipation or. Yeah, I don't know. That's really weird. One of the things that's off the topic, but but like the, the new way they do weigh-ins now. You know how they do the weigh-ins at like eight or nine and then do like a right. fake weigh-in at like three or four or whatever for the fans. I'm like. Oh, really? What, what is even the point? Like, I'm like, okay, if we if you want to get us up at eight and nine, tell the fans we'll be there. At eight, they'll be there at eight and nine. Yeah. And that's yeah. when you want to do the weigh-ins. Let's just get it done. Like, why? Don't bring me back. It, don't bring me, bring, bring me back for this stupid thing, number one. Number two, for me, it really sucks because I, I go to sleep all my whole fight prep. I go to sleep about two, two three in the morning mm. because I fight at nine o'clock at night. Ah. So nine thirty at night, nine nine thirty at night. So I want my body. I don't want my body getting ready to shut. Like if you normally go go to sleep every day at ten o'clock, your body's shutting down. Mm-hmm. Putting chemicals out, it's ready to shut down. You know, eight thirty nine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's ready to go to bed. I I I got I get up about ten thirty. I go to sleep about about two thirty. So that, that that was kind of my daily schedule. And I usually took a nap in the afternoon after training. Um, but. I don't. I don't know if I would have really liked having to get up. Like yeah. I would. Have to, I'd actually have to have to cut weight before I went to bed, probably, because I wouldn't want to get up at five to cut weight for. It does for give eight. you longer. It gives you longer to rehydrate, though. Like it longer to rehydrate, but I, but I I was that was an issue for me. Right. I didn't because because I only cut. I didn't cut. I started cutting my water that morning, so I only cut water from for like it's like be like you doing like you going to do a regular workout today, right? And just waiting a couple extra hours to drink water. It's you're not gonna get that dehydrated. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I lose ten pounds. I lose ten pounds of water, but like, but, but the lose to wait to hold it off for two or three hours. It's not a big deal. Right now, if, now once you start holding that overnight, I don't like holding it over. That's one of the reasons I, I did it that way. I don't like doing it overnight. Like I don't like start. I wouldn't. I don't like go, going to bed deprived of, of water. But, wait, what do you think about this? If uh, if they decided that. Like at the little check-in station where they they check your gloves and they put the Vaseline on your face and stuff. Like like right before you get in the octagon for the actual fight. What do you think if they weighed you at that point so that you knew stepping into the octagon precisely what that person weighed? I would be fascinated to know how much how much weight they put oh, back I, I, on. I think that would, that'd be actually kind of cool for for fans or yeah. like even 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 just in the in the locker room before they come out anytime because you don't really. Give or take a, a a few sips of water. I mean, if they just well, they came right. in and checked their weight and just see see what their weight is the next day. Yeah, but if they were, I mean, they're already standing there for like so you can see it up there. That'd right. be kind of cool. When the fucking when the that'd uh, be cool. That'd be cool because you could see some of these differences, like especially some of these little guys. Man, I. I'm impressed. With st- I'm still impressed when they make that weight. Like, like right. you, you know, when a little guy loses like 20 pounds, I'm like, dude, how did you lose 20 pounds? I've done like 19 and a half before. It was a day of weigh in, so I made it. But uh, it was uh, a timing change. So That's the guy who doesn't mind doing it at 8 and 9 in the morning. <laughs> but, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, as soon as I get it off, please let me step on a scale. Yeah. So, so when, but, but you, you, you weigh in at 205. 
And then what are you by the time I you get into the ring? I, I was about 215 probably. By the time you got into the ring, yeah. so you gained 10 pounds? I gained it back out. In like a day? That's why I walk around. Yeah, yeah, because you just lost. I lost it in a day and put it back on. Fucking crazy. But I'm, uh, I'm sorry. Then what's the point of the weigh-in if, if, if you're not that, that way, weight when you well, fight anyway? That's a well, good question. Well, the point is that there's only everyone, everyone made a certain goal weight. Like you don't have to... So we don't have to walk so around. So we got everyone to, to a base point. We have a base. Everyone makes it to a base point the day before. That's right. agreement. Like right. we, like I said, so I don't care if you put on, I don't care if you put on 34 pounds. If you cut, I had to cut 34 pounds to get there. I know that took it out of you. So if you're, you're 34 pounds heavier than me, you know, okay. but you, you had to cut all that, you had to cut all that water to make that weight. Uh, you're going to pay for it tomorrow. Okay. So you're paying for it. Right. Like, so, so it does level and, the playing field. Yeah. It levels the playing field because it, it's like a, it's like for different people, like it's a, it's a like it's like deciding what weight to stay at, what weight to go down to, or if, if you go down a weight or stay up a weight. Right. And it's it comes down to like what what's the best? Where where am I the best? Where am I? Right. I got the best strength to weight ratio. Like I, right. where am I the strongest for that for for my what my body body type, my weight, my size. Yeah. You know, and and it's just a, it, that's, it's a basic choice for people. Like and everybody makes it different. Like some people, like a lot of guys, like some people don't like to cut. Like I like to keep getting down. I get down. I I just like to get to where I'm about between two fifteen and two thirteen before I cut. Now a lot of guys don't want to do that. Like a lot of guys like to, to keep their weight around two twenty and cut down from there. Mm. They're more comfortable cutting fifteen pounds. That's what, what makes them. That makes what makes them feel strongest and feels best. So right, that's, right. And okay. that works for me too. Like I don't care as long as you, as long as you made that weight, we're fair. You know, it's fair. Okay. Anybody- I could I could have kept my weight up at two twenty if I wanted to, sure. and cut the same amount of weight and been, right, been bigger right, right. too. But I didn't want to because that's I I would. It's like if I went. Everyone asked me if I went heavy. If I went up to heavyweight. I still would have fought it like two twenty, two eighteen. I would, I, 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 my body wouldn't, wouldn't have carried. It would, it would, that would it would have taken a while. I would have, maybe, maybe my third or fourth fight down the road if I went heavy, started going heavyweight, I would have started getting bigger. Yeah. But at that time, like if I decided to just go up for one fight, I would have been two eighteen because that's where I was most comfortable fighting. Right. Like if, because I, I done it in kickboxing before where I was, oh, I'm gonna fight heavyweight, so I might as well just be two twenty five. I felt like a slug. I yeah. started pushing my punches. And I, you got tired real fast. Mm. There's a little more weight to carry around. So makes sense. Yeah, do people do cocaine for <laughs> for uh, weight cuts, or I guess they're gonna drug test you for the fight? In, in yeah, pride they do. <laughs> pride they fucking do whatever. Uh, I, that, that seems like a strange way to wake up, but I guess you could. <laughs> I wonder, like, if if uh, if anybody is about to weigh in and they're not gonna make weight, have you ever heard of anybody just fucking donating a pint of blood just to get that last pound off? <laughs> That I have not heard. I don't, I don't think that would thing? be a good idea. No. <laughs> it's be a bad you, you idea. Want, yeah. You want that blood? Unless that... you're gonna put it back in after. <laughs> you say, oh, oh. You put it back in after. Put it back in after. A maybe transfusion. A transfusion. Some Lance Armstrong <laughs> fucking weight cutting <laughs> shit. Dude, I mean, that's maybe, epic. Yeah, that we're on to something now. But yeah, that's, that's insane. And thanks for yeah. clarifying that about the weight cut because I was always like, what the fuck is the point? But that makes total sense what you're saying. Yeah, I, I mean, and every everybody when you when you you agree to a weight, and you, if you make the weight, that's why I, I hate when these guys show up like eight pounds over, ten pounds over. Yeah, right. And you show up eight, ten pounds over. You didn't try. Yeah. Don't tell me. Yeah. Don't. I, I don't. I mean, I, I don't. I, I. I just got on a scale and made weight. If you if you were having that kind of a problem making weight, call me up. Let's call. Right. Talk to me. Hey, yeah. um, hey, bro. If you want to fight, I'm. I can't. I can only make. Uh, you know, two ten. I'm not gonna make it. Let's do a catch weight. 
okay, call, let's call Dana. Let's do a catch weight. Okay, Dana does not love catch weight. He doesn't, but but I mean, if you, if if, 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 it's, if it's between that and the fight, you know, okay. right, right, right. But if because if he's not going to even try, I don't want to try. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't, don't want to have to make weight. I don't want. I don't want to make weight and then have him come in at two ten. Two right. come over him weighing it at. at 215 I weigh in at 205 it's like oh, that's not cool what yeah. happens when that happens does the fight still then, then happen they, uh, if they, they ask they have, you have to accept it if you want to yeah, and most guys will negotiation. And, and then they give and you don't uh, want to look I, like I, a bitch I, I don't know what that, but I don't know what the you get a percentage of that purse yeah. oh okay okay they, they'll, they'll renegotiate your contract right down to the wire and they'll say okay this guy's not making weight but we're gonna give you 20% of his purse well, I think that like, I think that's almost automatic to twenty percent of his purse. Right, but then but, so even but, if he knocks you out, you're getting twenty percent of what he'll make. Correct. Okay. Correct. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of I, mean, I don't know. You probably offered a lot of different things. Depends on sure. the fight right. too. Like you know, like if it's a guy trying to make it in the UFC, you say, okay, we'll we'll give you we'll, we'll give you a, if you lose, we'll bring it back anyway. We're not going to cut you for okay. losing since he since you gave up the weight. You know, right, right. They'll make negotiations. You know, they wow. want to make the fight. They want all comes down to it. You want want to fight. Yeah. I mean, I've accepted. I've accepted a couple guys that didn't make weight before back in the day, but I'm like, yeah, uh, that was close enough. They tried. Right. Like, I'm, yeah, they're like, is that okay? Like back this was before there was commission. Oh you know, wow! Like, it was, it was, it was before. Hey, man, is it okay? Yeah, he's fine. Like, right. yeah, I look at him. He he tried. He's good. He's not. Yeah. He has look. He's not like huge. I mean, you know, right. The statistics like, really show that people who miss weight and come in heavier win a lot. Like uh, the the. Like you, you, your, your chances of winning coming in heavier are greater. The right, so you're sacrificing favorite. twenty, thirty percent, so but when, you're so probably going to win. When you agree, when you agree to fight a guy who missed weight, you are like deliberately, consciously taking a, a, a disadvantage in the fight. Definitely right. And so, as such, you should get uh, financially compensated. For sure, I agree. It's only fair. It's like fighting with steroids, maybe. Not really, but like, no. I mean, you have a little bit of extra weight behind you. It kind of helps the, the cause. Yeah, there are different reasons. Yeah, a, lot of, a lot of guys, or maybe there's guys that shouldn't be at that weight. They're, sure. they're, they're yeah. too big for that weight. You know, they, they walk around, right? Walk around too big for that weight. Who's yeah, your favorite? Who's your favorite fighter to watch these days? Like of the young guys coming up. Oh man, well, not, not young guys yet. There's still Glover, Glover Teixeira is still out there. So yeah, they, okay, they, sure. They young just and, and, um, is Glover uh, Teixeira the champ still? Right yeah, now? he's ranked like top now, top five. Yeah, he's, and he's one. He's one of my guys. He used to train with me. Nice, he's, but uh, he's a he's a he's a good dude, man. I really like him. And how old is he now? He beat Jan Blahovich for the title. Does he still have yeah, the yeah, title? Yeah, he he's he fights again. Right fights now. again. Um, uh, Shanghai, uh, June, right? Yeah, and he fights at Yuri Prakashka. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking scary, man. But dude, I love watching all these old guys uh, kill it. You know, right. like oh, yeah. the, the old guys are doing pretty fucking well these days. Like Andre Arlovsky with all the victories and yeah. Glover Teixeira as the champ and fucking. Uh, who else is that? Like, uh, like uh, uh, Alexi Olenek just had a victory. He's fucking 44 years old. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, it was his seventy seventh pro fight. He's forty four years old. It's crazy. And he fucking like was in deep trouble, and he fucking switched it around, and and that was great. Wow, was I don't miss a fight, Chuck. I'm a fucking. That's awesome. I'm I'm gnarly. Do you watch them all? No. 
<laughs> I, I still love fights. I still watch them, but I just don't. I mean, I have kids, and yeah. it's hard to it's hard to get get the time to watch all of them. It's yeah. got to feel good that whenever you're at the pay per views, and you're at most of them, that like hearing the crowd roar when they show you on the screen. Yeah, it's it's so cool. Yeah, that's so cool to have for sure. That's yeah, fun. I mean, it's it's crazy because like. Like that, that, that's just like longevity, man. You have enduring fucking legacy, man. That's why I say legend. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. I, you know. Yeah. And so I, I remember when we were in Peru, it was so crazy. We were in this food tent and you said like, oh, something or other, you know, like we were talking about representation. You were like, oh, well, man, I never wanted an agent because I'm not going to let him take 10% of my my fucking fight purse, you know, and especially if I come back. And I said like, wait, wait, hold on a second. Did you just say come back? And uh, and then I remember like I had you on camera like, and, and you said, I'm thinking about fighting again. And I was like, have you told that to anybody? And you said no. And I'm like, oh my god! Like the, this camera I'm holding is so fucking valuable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. like yeah. that was that. Uh, it was. I mean, it was good. It was good to go back, go out of my own way. Um, but it, you know, probably not, not not the best option at the time. I I, I needed another neck surgery at that time. So mm. uh, I told him. Uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I and actually uh, I went down to I, I actually went down to um, Columbia. Uh, yeah, for the bio accelerator, accelerator. Yeah, and they, they, they like took. They, I said, well, you know, I got it from I got it for my. I went down for my shoulders. It was amazing. I did it worked amazing for my shoulders. But I, I, I got my knee checked. But I, but I had like uh, I, I just I did it just worn to the bone, so it wasn't. Yeah. Worn, but, but um, and I, I want uh, my neck, and they, so they did an MRI down there. So before they do something on your neck, they want to do an MRI. So, they, um, are you having problems with the balance of coordination? I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm like, uh, they're like, oh well, can you? I think when you get back, you should go go see your doctor about this. that way. You're you know, having your neck looked at. So I said, all right. And I'm like, so didn't worry about it when I got back for about a month and a half. And I'm like, oh, what's well, so, um, you, you're having problems with your balance and coordination, Chuck. I'm like, what do you mean? No, I'm not. Like, yeah, we, we should go get you checked. So I went and got an MRI. So I get the MRI. I go in and talk to the doctor. Get it, come out and he goes, I go, um. So he's like, so you're having problems with the bounce I'm like, what the hell is wrong with people? Like, why do you keep saying this? I'm like, oh, really? I'm, I'm fine. I just fought. Like, I'm, I'm all right. I mean, I'm good. He's like, really? Do me a favor. Go stand on the other side of the room. Walk to me heel toe. I try to walk, like, like, I'm not walking around. Now, now close your eyes. I try to do it. I, could, I took, took, took one step. I'm like, I'm like uh -huh. wait, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Let me try this again. Try doing it. And he's like, okay, yeah. Now, now stick your hands out. Stand on one foot. Put your arms out. Touch your nose. All right now, close your eyes. Close my eyes. I fell over. I'm like, wow. Shit. He's like, yeah. You're out. Uh, you're out. Uh, you're, 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 you're worn through. It's worn, worn through. It, so it's tapping your spine, and it's, and it's, you're, you're, you're balancing yourself with your eyes. Your body's, so, body's so great. I wow. adjust your brains. Yeah, you know, I wasn't getting getting the right signals from from my from anywhere else. So my brain, I was using my eyes to balance for balance. Whoa. It's crazy yeah. to like they're looking at like scientific evidence that there's a problem, but Chuck doesn't believe it. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, no, yeah. fine. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. Then he's like, "Yeah, okay, okay, I'm gonna move this guy out. We'll have you in surgery on Tuesday." I'm like, "Wait, whoa, time out. What do you mean Tuesday? When when, <laughs> when was all this?" Um, it was, um, 
It was after that last fight you had? Yeah, after the last fight I had, I took the bio accelerator to go down there and, and get my, right. my shoulders. And it was like it was like about six months after the last fight. And yeah. I went down there. And I, But it was like, you know, I went and it, it was funny because I'm like, man, what? Wait, why? Why is uh why why do we have to do it Tuesday like like, like this is not like I'm hold on I, I'm trying except I got to do another another next surgery and he's like um so well he's under look man I, I it's not a big deal it's just but if you if we if we wait, if we wait there's bad. a chance if you get if you get in a car accident and you got a bad car accident right now you you might it might you might not walk again you know, I don't want to be the reason you got got like that was because I put you off a month and a half to get your surgery. Yeah. I, I'm, I got an opening right here. Yeah. We're going to do it on Tuesday. Wow. What's that from? Is that from just years of wrestling and fighting? Wear and tear. Or? Just wrestling and fighting. I mean, it was just like, because it was just worn to, worn to the bone. So it's just all, just gone. Jeez. Yeah, you kind of have that too, right? I've got degenerative disc disease in my neck. Yeah, it's uh is that the same thing? Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not sure. I know my, mine's pretty, like, that's a, basically they kind of explain the different different solutions and yeah. basically just fuse it the other, the other two don't really yeah. work for it but I, fusing I'm it a ways works. away from that I'm sure Chuck had it a little bit worse is your is it better now if you close your eyes you, can you oh balance? yeah I, I was better I was honestly I was almost better walking out wow. walking out of the, walking out of the, the next day when I woke up and got up from and even, surgery even with your eyes open did it feel like Different or was it only when your eyes were closed? No, you're like, oh, I can stand up. Yeah, only when the eyes were closed. Yeah, I, I okay. mean, I was nor, but, I, but everyone said I was that, that day. I was walking different again because wow. they said they look. My wife paid more attention to me than I do. So she's like, mm. yeah, you were walking. You were, were walking different for a wow. long time. For a while. Interesting. Yeah. Is that the UFC doctors t doing all that, or is that just your own private? I bet my own private doctors. Yeah. Uh, well, I've I've great. I've SAG insurance. And they're, they're, uh, yeah. It's really good. Yeah, nice. so that that, uh, that last fight with with Tito, the one that that when we were in Peru, you told me you were thinking about, like it, it, it was it was tough, man. And I know that like the world responded to it, and uh, you know, like they, they they viewed it as sort of, sort of a a bummer. And I, from my perspective, I uh, I thought, well, shit, you know, like here's Chuck, he's, he's a fighter, he fucking misses it, like it's in him, like it's just like. I, I just felt like, you know, I, I understand. I understood why you wanted to do it, and I thought it was fucking great that you went for it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm so I mean, I, and I have no regrets. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I wish I was healthier, and I wish I, you know, I wish I performed better. But other than that, hey, I went out and did my thing. I, I, you know, is what it is. It, it, it right. Something lose something. It is. I mean, it's not, I mean, I. I didn't do any. I didn't do anything. I went out and did, did the best I could. I mean, dude, like as, and, as yeah. far as your legacy goes, I mean, it doesn't fucking change shit about the fact that you're the fucking Iceman Chuck Liddell, dude. Right. Like, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't feel that at all. So. And your uh, your Chuck and Tito thirty for thirty was fantastic. Oh yeah, that was awesome. It really was. Yeah, fucking they, did, they did a really good job with that. Um, having it, uh, you know, getting it. You know, for getting a, a lot of issues and a lot of, a lot of history and a lot of stuff. I thought they covered it pretty well. Yeah, general. dude, for sure. Mm -hmm. And and your relationship with Dana is just great, huh? Yeah, we're still we're still I'm still good, have a good relationship with Dana. We, you know, you know, we were friends. We we we, I mean, he he was my manager before this. Before oh wow! This thing. Yeah. Well, before he decided, he started to buy it. They decided to buy it. And, 
You know, we didn't. We don't always agree on everything, but that, uh, you don't always. Have, you don't always have to. By the way, guys, people, you don't have to always agree with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Differences. It's, yeah. This, it's it's okay to have friends that think different than you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. actually it makes life interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. That's <laughs> a controversial statement, right there. That was <laughs> makes that. life fun. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. when you I first agree. stopped fighting. The, like Dana really took care of you, huh? Like yeah, oh yeah, for sure. They um and the funny thing, like he, um when I when I first when I first came, like I don't know why I think he I think he forgets the story how it worked because he planned on coming to me and telling me to quit. Like when, uh-huh. when we had a dinner we had a dinner meeting, and we we walked in and he, and he, he said he said okay you know we're done. I said you know I'm ready to retire I just don't want to I can give me a minute give me a little bit of time to. He said, yeah, man, thank you. I was coming in here to tell you to quit. I wanted you to quit. He, was gonna, he said, I'll, I'll, let, I'll release you. if you, I, I'm not going to fight you anymore. He said, I wasn't going to fight you anymore. I, was gonna, I would release you to fight anywhere you want, but but I'm not. I, I, I can't right. do it anymore. You're done. You're not You're not able to. And and I, and I, I said, I came in right away. I, that's that's what I said to him. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to retire. Cause I, yeah, those uh, last handful of fights were, were tough, man. Like, well, yeah. Uh, it, well, I mean, in the, in the last fight, I think I knocked myself out really with that headbutt. But but still, it, you know, it's one of those things. I, I went like, I mean, Rich is a great fighter and, and tough guy. And I, but um, I, I thought, you know, he sh- should have been able to knock me out like that. And I can, right. it, I should be able to take a punch better than that. And if I can't, then it's, 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 it's time to retire. Yeah. Right. Take, and so, so he uh, employed you, right? Like, yeah. And then I worked for, worked for the USC for until well until, until WME bought until it. Until right? WME bought it, and, they, uh, um, and then uh, I mean a year year after. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, they kept me on for about a year, and then right. they, they, they got rid of me. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I, I get it. I mean, a new company, and and um, well, right. I mean, if they're gonna, and, if they're... and, I, and I, I wasn't. I wasn't actually really doing much <laughs> <laughs> outside, I mean, of, yes. outside of uh, having a uh, my. And you know, I, I had I just got married, I had my kids, and I you know that was like they they'd offered you if you want to move out to Vegas and do that. I'm like, nah, you know, I'm. I'm I'm okay. I, I mean, here. I think the, the way Dana describes it, he was paying you to not fight. Right. Yeah, it was uh, and it was like, yeah. And I mean, he said, you know, I had to cut, like, well, you know, come to like three or four shows when they offered it, come over three or four shows a year, you know. You know yeah. And, um, and I was like, and and so I, I just just went to one. I went to I went to a lot more than three or four, but mm-hmm. that what they offered yeah. them. I, I I like going to fights, so I love it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm coming to fights, having fun, meeting yeah. fans, and h- hanging out with fans, and having a good time. It was a they did the good same time. thing with Forrest Griffin. Yeah, yeah like yeah. every time I go to the Apex, like uh, yeah, Forrest a, Griffin's just on yeah. site. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I love, yeah, love that guy too. Yeah, he's a good dude. That's he, it. I think that's killer, man. That uh, you know did. For all the way people describe Dana and, and how he does business and stuff, like I think that it's it's really telling the way he looked out for you, you know, the way he took care of you. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, to talk to like Rhonda about how much she loves Dana, you know, like yeah. Dana's relationships, I think, speak to what kind of guy he is. Oh yeah, Dana's a good dude, man. I like Dana. We always have. I mean, no one's like, hey, man. He's he's uh. He speaks his mind. Yeah, and I don't. I don't like I said. I don't always agree with him, but hey, I'm, I'm okay with people speaking their mind. I like Dude, it. Yeah. Hey, you know what? You're not, you're not. You're not wondering whether he doesn't like you or not. For sure. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're not wondering. You're not wondering. Is Dana mad at me? Like I always just tell people about me. Like, 
if you if you're gonna ask someone if I'm mad at you, I'm not. If you if 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 you're doing something that makes me mad, I will let you know. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not, a, I'm not an aggressive violent way, but I'm no. very straightforward. Like, sure. hey, hey, don't be an asshole. Quit being an sure. asshole. You know, yeah. I don't. I'm out. I will let you know. Like, if you have to ask someone or guess if I if I if I don't like you or if I'm mad at you, uh, you're probably safe to say I'm not. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> People like, he's asked my wife, hey man, Chuck's, uh, he's not really texting me back. Is he, is he mad at me? She's like, uh, <laughs> so, no, dude, he gets 800 texts a day. Like, he's like if, hey, if, 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 if you send him a, uh, if you send me like a, an ending, like, hey, hey, this, look at this cool thing I did. I mean, I might not get around to. Oh, cool. Yeah. I looked at looked at it. Went okay. Cool. That's cool. But if he didn't need a response. I probably didn't respond. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but right. if I did respond, and you think it's short, like I'm being short. Um, if I respond, I like you. Just, <laughs> yeah, anybody, you if, if I'm texting, if you're texting me, and I actually respond, I like you. Yeah. Because like, if I don't, um, I won't even bother to respond. Sure. Do you have anything coming up? Um. You know, I just do, I've been doing a lot of a lot of little things. You know, I've been been working on uh, doing a, that no chucks given thing, uh, doing like kind of yeah. a show. We haven't really, I'm not sure what we're gonna do with it, but we're having a lot of fun doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, like you stay out, busy. Going out doing I do a lot of fishing trips, do some hunting, some uh, lots of the uh, did some some military guys. E three ranch, we go out there and do some. Always have some fun with those guys, the cool. crazy guys. Yeah, that's cool. Those guys are nuts. Man, they can shoot. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I'm trying to remember, like said, like uh, like before we get done. I, I'm trying to remember the uh, you had some crazy like drugs and private jets and like. like <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, I was hoping you didn't talk about. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure we're covering that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was a private conversation. <laughs> Maybe it's a private jet, no drugs, or yeah. something like that. <laughs> I'm a. I mean, like, let me just if let me rephrase. If you can like color in like what it was like going from being like like working in the bar to becoming this fucking mainstream like icon okay. of the oh, UFC. Okay. Yeah, kind of a, a weird way to explain that. So uh, it's a funny story. Um, so I just won the, the beat Randy won the title after the ultimate fight. I was out visiting with the um Ford in in Tampa. Uh, I was out visiting, and Dana calls me and said, "Hey, you want to go on vacation with me and Lorenzo and and Frank or whatever?" And I'm like, "Sure, okay." Well, for a week, okay, we're gonna we're gonna fly you out here. So so I get on. So I get on the plane, I get on Southwest, I put on Southwest to go back, and I get on there, and I'm sitting there, and I got a window seat, and this small room in the aisle, and, and then no, no one in my seat next to me, and I'm like, okay, perfect. And um, last minute, this guy, this guy, probably 6'6", maybe 3'30", probably, do that, comes on, I'm like, oh, man, please pass me, please walk by, please walk by, please walk by. <laughs> he walk, walks by, oh, whew, comes back. Um, there's no other seats. Ask the girl, hey, do you mind me, you know, moving in the middle so I because I don't fit in the middle? He's like, she's like, oh, I get claustrophobic. He's like, looks at me like, I'm like, oh. <laughs> so five hours like that, right? To, to Vegas. So I get to Vegas. I get picked up at the airport in a car, and they drive me to the private hangar where I get on a G4 with three other people and fly to Ibiza, where. <laughs> Where we go over to the 
yacht, which has 80, which is 200, a couple of yachts that are 200, over 200 feet, and have 88 foot tenders. And I mean, we were there for about a week. I mean, it was absolutely bananas. And and that to give you an idea, like I, it was a, it was that was, a, was such a wild trip there. Like I'm, I mean, stuff what we did, I probably can't get into. But um, but like it was it was so much fun. And I told, and I had a, we actually flew into straight from there, went to um, England to do a, a, a tour to promoting uh, UFC. Straight from Ibiza, that not, not probably the best idea, but I get we <laughs> land and I got these two girls calling me up to go out. I'm like. And anyone that knows me, this is big. I went, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna. And they're like, why don't we just come over? I'm like, no, no. Okay, you know, I, I need to sleep right now. I need to. Go. Sorry. And I mean, from like, I was so glad I did it because the next day I didn't. We, I knew we had a radio tour the next day, but I didn't know we we were gone for like 14 hours. <laughs> Like, I was, wow. like, driving all over the place doing all did these you, tours. Did you get Indians, a rain so. check? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I'm I was a smart move. I was just doing the, the, the well, one of the times just made the right, I had to, had to make the right decision. I was right. like, oh, man. Wow. But, yeah. But it was great. But that's, I mean, I went from, like, I, I, I went from a kid, I'd never been on a yacht. You know, never, never, I'm, I'm, that was your first experience on I'm a yacht. Yeah, never first yacht I've ever been on is like so. People are like, oh man, my buddy's got like a fifty, a fifty footer. He's got a sixty five footer. Like, oh cool. Like, okay, uh, yeah, I've been on a tender that was eighty eight feet. Okay, cool. You're like, I'm a, but like, you're like I, 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 mean, I, at first I didn't know, I didn't know that. That's that's really not like a like a eighty foot yacht is a nice yacht. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. not cheap. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. That's a very nice boat. <laughs> like, like, but I mean, you know, you don't, you don't, you have no, no, no perspective really, because I never, never been much of a, uh, you know, been on, yeah, you know, blue collar kids, you know, just you know, right? Yeah, it's not, not what I'm used to. I, but it was, it was pretty crazy. But it was a pretty, a pretty crazy trip. So, yeah. so the, the neck surgery, like oh, how we, were, we had, we had a strip club out there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then, you know, and I, I was like one of a few singers, but but you know, they and they they were um. There's some guy do is videotaping, right? I'm like, hey, it's a security. I'm like, hey, he's videotaping us. Like, why, what? That's not cool. Like, I, not that for me. I just didn't think that you know anybody else wanted to be videotaped. Uh, and I, and then, I mean, and so security goes, oh, he comes back over. Oh, he's a manager. I, I don't care if he's a manager. He don't videotape us. And I, you know, I, I just come from being a normal kid. Like, I, I, yeah, I'm trying to get my dick sucked over here. I'm like, I'm like, and I'm like, um, and then and I go over and so I'm like, I'm gonna go over and get, I'm gonna go, get, I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna grab it from the guy, and then like, oh, oh, Chuck, relax. So they went over and they they offered the guy money for it. like, and they got, I guess they got up to, I didn't know they did this. They told Dan told me after because I was like. I mean, I was still cough of being, you know, I was going to come back. I'm like, dude, let me go back there and take it. Like, I, I, I would have just taken it from him for, for 500 bucks. Give me the 500 bucks. I would have just taken yeah. the camera from him. <laughs> he, took the tape, he, took the, he took the tape out and gave him the camera back and paid him 500. Um, but, but I guess he paid him money so, and he wasn't going to sell these. I said, look, man, I, I, see that gorilla over there? He uh, pointed at me. He's all, um, if, if you don't sell it to me, this tape to me, he's going to come get it. And I, there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, we're, <laughs> like, a, we're in a boat in the middle of nowhere. So, you know, no, that, you know, we were at the strip club. 
but it was funny. Like, <laughs> wow. Uh, it was, I mean, it, it was, but that was, it was. It what was he was doing was wrong, and you were going to make it right. I was going to make sure he did. Serve up some I was gonna take, I was gonna, ice gonna, cold justice. I was going to get I was just going to take it from him. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That so so, so uh, you, you told me the bioaccelerator, which is the stem cell yeah. operation, which I went to. It's in Columbia. It's yeah. great. Awesome. Bi- yeah, bio- I mean, I, like, I was having problems putting my, my bag up over the... Over the yeah. Mm-hmm. On the plane, like mm-hmm. my shoulders, and I, and I don't know. I mean, this this motion hurt. Wow, bad, right? And I was, I mean, so I was, they fixed you. That and that really, it really did a, a, like a phenomenal job on that. Wow. So, uh, and, and the next surgery helped with your balance. Yeah, balance. My, yeah, my knee. I got my. I did my partial knee replacement. And that that works great. So the nice thing about that was when I, I did that, like, so okay, finally I broke down. I'm gonna get it. It was my actually my Sunday. Like he comes in. We were playing soccer, and I was limping, chasing him around, playing soccer. And my son goes, like, "Hey, Dad, you don't have to play." I'm like, oh, "What do you mean? Like, I didn't want me limping around." I'm like, "Oh." Son, I'm fine. That's fine. We'll be good. We'll be good. So I'm like, all right, what do I got to do to fix this? Like, come on. Yeah. Well, they said, they said a partial knee replacement. I said, okay, so now once I get that, what can I do? And the guy, the guy said, well, it's not what can you do. It's what should you do. You can do whatever you want. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, if you, be, if you beat your body like you have for the last 20 years, you're gonna, you'll be back in here in 10 years. Mm-hmm. I said, 10 years? Perfect. <laughs> like, yeah, it was, it was the first time I got that reaction, but <laughs> like, oh, well, well, what shouldn't I do? He's like, well, I don't want to do any long distance running. I'm like, damn it! Like, no long distance running. What about sold. soccer? Yeah, sold. yeah, sold. Yeah. <laughs> sold. yeah. Like, you could, it's yeah, it's like it's just a swear. Like no hiking, hiking is fine. They didn't want me doing that pound, like running, pounding long distance. Yeah, because like, that, that was the worst. They, but everything else is within moderation. He's like, fine. I'm like, oh, perfect. So I, I'm banned from doing the, the thing I hate the most. Yeah. And yeah. everything else is good. Perfect. Yeah. How do you how do you stay in shape now? I mean, you're you're pretty jacked, and you got. I, I, I lift and I lift. I, I still hit the bag, so it admits. Um, still try to. I still try. I haven't been wrestling enough, but I, I still like to do a little more jujitsu. I'm starting to learn more gi stuff. I, I was having fun with that for a little bit. My buddy was helping me. It just got got. Uh, yeah, got got he had to have eye retina surgery, so it's like uh, he got some weird hit in the eye. I needed to get yeah. it fixed, so so it's been a while. But but yeah, but I'm starting just playing around. I I still like doing jujitsu. I like jujitsu and uh and, and like striking, like just moving around, sparring, and doing stuff is is kind of one of those things that it allows me to get centered, like like and not yeah, and just kind of like not think about other things because usually my mind's racing about all, a million things at once mm-hmm. and that helps me kind of calm down right so you can play soccer with your kid now oh yeah now now I can run after him and goof around and then he doesn't, he doesn't get sad that I'm limping that's great yeah. <laughs> crucial <laughs> yeah wow I was like man so, worse. Did I look that bad <laughs> chasing after you I did look pretty bad <laughs> yeah well that's good man and um it, and, and what's no chucks given I, I, you know, it's honestly just me doing stuff. Uh, you know, they offer me to go do crazy stuff, and I go do it. You know, I mean, just, uh, who's they? Um, uh, the guys from uh, they do it with me. Uh, guys from uh, Leviathan. Uh, okay. uh, they, they come out. Hey, hey, you want to go? Uh, you know, go shoot. You know, go go hunting, or you want to go out fishing? Want to go do some? Want to go do drive uh, for side by side? Want to go do? 
go to the dunes, whatever. But whatever. Okay, cool. Let's try it. You're like, I don't give a chuck. Dude, <laughs> 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 that's epic, man. Well, fucking right on, Chuck. Dude, is there anything that we can uh, drive traffic to for you? Uh, you know, just all my social media stuff. At Chuck Liddell. I mean, uh, it's at Chuck Liddell, I think, is on all of them, I think. But uh, Yeah. I'm go. not... Good man, so get on there. The, the Instagram's your favorite, yeah. Instagram, that's what I'm on the most, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, do that. I do Twitter, but yeah. So I'm trying to get checkthenow.com back up, but I have to get that back. So we'll talk. All right. All right. Maybe we can we can help with that yeah. shit. My brother wanted me letting you know that you hit like a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we can always re, 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 redo the thing. We redo that last round. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's epic, man. Well, dude, I love you, Chuck, man. They, they, Thanks, bro. Thanks for having me, man. That's been fun. Yeah, this yeah, has been man. great. Fuck for yeah. sure. Fuck yeah. All right. Good deal, man. Yeah, dude, how about Chuck Liddell, man? I fucking love that guy. And how about this palm tree? You want to get a look at that? That's what you get right here in Rutland, Vermont. And I cannot verify the truth of what I'm about to say, but I was told that Rutland, Vermont has a population of 16,000 people, uh, over 800 of which will be in this theater tonight. I don't know what percentage that represents. Well, what would that be, P? <laughs> how, many, how many people? That's like fucking almost 20% of the population of the goddamn town's coming to the show tonight. And it's me and Preston Lacey. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so, fucking love you guys, man. Thank you for sticking around for another episode of the Wild Ride Podcast. And I'd love it if you'd give some love to, uh, to Chuck Liddell. Let him know uh, how great it was, you know. Fucking tag him in a post. Ah, whatever. Thanks, man. Love you guys. You. Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500 with available best-in-class torque and towing among 350-3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX with the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500, awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards.